Hey guys, I'm Stevie Nelson. And I'm Dave Horowitz. And this is I Burn Everything, a food and relationship podcast. How's it going, Stevie? Hey Dave, it's going pretty well. How are you? I'm great. I think we should do an episode of our show. I honestly was thinking the same thing. Perfect. It's so convenient that we're holding microphones. It's really convenient. Do we have a guest? We actually do. Tell me all about her. Which is also so convenient. I know. It's weird. She's an actress. Uh She's a comedian. Yeah. She loves animals. Uh And she's a soap star. Ooh, exciting. I know. Let's talk to her. Annika Noel. Great. Annika. Hello. Thanks for being on our show. Thank you for having me. Thank you for bringing the dogs toys. <laughs> Annika brought the dogs two incredible squeaky toys and they celebrated by running around the house. What a nice thing to do. And she also brought, we got to talk about these, uh, mm. Cadbury mini eggs. It, oh, oh, the sound of. It's just. Pure joy. And it's my crack. That is my crack cocaine. I've eaten an entire bag of those in one sitting. Let's talk about these for a second because I think that they are the superior chocolate candy and I think it comes down to the shell. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So much better than an M&M. Oh, yeah. If they made these M&M sized, I'd be in so much trouble. I, I wonder, for me, a lot of the enjoyment is the size of them, though. I'm a little about, I like that there's so much chunk of chocolate. Oh, uh, that there's a lot inside. Yeah. Okay. But then they kind of melt in your mouth and then there's still something really satisfying about the crunchy outer shell as well. I you know? know. Well, everything also, they have a different, it, a different flavor of chocolate than yes. anything. I've never tasted that flavor. I know. It's very unique. And everyone always thinks that I'm talking about the cream, the the yes. cream egg. It, no, these no, are no. the smaller eggs with just the chocolate inside. They're the robin they're the, eggs. Yeah, those little robin pastel eggs. There's just something unmistakable, and I think it is. It's it's a good thing that they are not a year round yes. thing. Yeah, I have noticed that they are available for longer stretches of time than 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 they used to be. Uh, Too long because it used to just be only Easter season around that time. I feel like you can get them a month before, a month after. Now I maybe mean, they yeah. just make a lot more. Oh. But, but my goodness. I don't know. Too good. You're not, you're not in touch with Cadbury? Well, no. I was just thinking, I, I honestly, my mind was also on the Reese's uh, eggs, the peanut butter cup eggs. Mm-hmm. Way better than the Reese's. Better in the freezer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You Put can stockpile. Freezer. I do think most peanut butter candies should be in the freezer. What's hmm. the theory? Like Thin Mints. Freezer. Yep. Where do you stand on Girl Scout cookies now? Because I don't know. I don't know if this is controversial. I feel as though the recipe has changed. Mm. I feel like Thin Mints are way waxier now and there's just something about the flavor profile and this is no offense offense to any current Girl Scouts, parents of Girl Scouts, friends of Girl Scouts. I'm not into it. When did you detect the change? Um, I hadn't had any in a little bit and somebody this season got a box and took one out of the freezer, gave one to me. So I was so excited. I bit into it and... um, I think I'm out. Unless I, they change it again, I'm out. Annika? I well, I can't say I haven't had any this season yet. Same. And thin mints are my my jam. That's my favorite. I mean, you're talking to a former brownie here. <gasps> so, you know, like that's We salute you. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> Thank you, you for your service. <laughs> Thank you so much. Are, I wanted you? to be a boy scout uh cuz they got to do cooler stuff. Way uh, cooler. 
and I, I had to be a brownie. So, you know. Also, better name. Boy Scout's way better name than brownie. I do like the brownie salute, like the Girl Scout, like whatever we have to do with our fingers. I forget yeah. what it is, but. I don't know. I, Three was, fingers up. And I then, think it was that, right? I was a, I think, I can't remember Were if you I Boy was. Were you a Boy Scout? I was a Cub Scout, and oh. I don't, can't remember if I made it. To, what what are you so with? That's cute. <laughs> Cub Scouts are before Boy Scouts. I, I think know. I got, I think I lasted maybe a year into the Boy Scouts, but then. I want to talk about better names. Uh, I think better than I think Girl Scout is better than what, Weebelos. That What's was that, after right? Boy Scouts. Yeah, I think there was. I think it goes Cub Scout, Boy Scout, Eagle Scout. What's that? Teens. Weebelos. Teenagers. I thought I, it just was Eagle Scout was the highest. Me too. One that you could be. I thought that was the highest honor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I was. You know, I never, I never made it to a black belt in karate. Never made it to an Eagle Scout. So you know, I'm a never made it to. Uh, only made it to JV soccer, so you know I Whoa, I, I, yeah. quit, I quit things early. I did too. Wait, were you? I was also in karate. Were you in karate? Yes. Whoa! What belt did you get to? Mm, karate. I think I made it to red. No, green. Me mm. too. Something with stripes. What style did you go? Well, I was just karate, but I actually later in life also studied martial arts for real for real cool Whoa. so i'm uh i think i'm red boxing gloves with uh savat which is pretty high up there and then muay thai and jeet kundo so i studied Whoa. those uh. later in life but like early in life i did the karate where it's just you know you make little patterns on the floor and do oh, little yeah. block moves and yeah, go, yeah 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 you make noises yeah um, yeah. I got yellow with two green stripes. That's how far I go. Wow. Yeah. And it's like a green stripe and a red stripe, right? Or a Maybe. black stripe. It depends too. on the type of karate. I did Tong Sudo and I got to green belt. And tong I was. Sudo. I know. That's like a delicious Thai soup. It was really good. <laughs> um, I got to green belt, like uh, fifth degree green belt, and then it was just red and then black. I was. Whoa incredibly good how long did you like, when did you stop doing that what age i stopped maybe around when i got to high school maybe around 14 because i was like afraid that it was uncool and what i didn't know is it's way cool yeah soup's cool i what? still like to go back i want to i want to do martial arts when did your adult martial arts start so i went to a theater school and we studied combat for film and combat for theater and so I fell in love with it then, and then I wanted to continue my training after after the class was over with my Sifu, who's our teacher. And I did, because I wanted to be a little Angelina Jolie stunt, you know, doing Mr. and Mrs. Smith and Laura Croft Tomb Raider, and now I'm on a soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever so, get to do any martial arts stuff on camera? I did, uh, yes, for a short film that no one will ever get to see, which is so <laughs> sad. Um, it was for Skybound, and it was a lot of fun. And I, yeah. You don't get to use your martial arts on your soap? No, <laughs> unfortunately. Man, they- I wish she was a badass. I wish she could kick some butts. I did get to slap someone once. <gasps> That it, seems like it'd be fun. Very soap opera like. Yeah. Fashion. This is a terrible transition, but let's talk about food. <laughs> Yay, food. <laughs> let's Love talk food. food. So you're from Boston. I am. <gasps> Any- I am a mass hole. Me too. Yes. Where? Sharon, Massachusetts. Okay. Sudbury in the house. Hey, all right. Welcome, yes. Boston. Fucking welcome, kid. Yeah, fucking thank you. I'm gonna start dropping my ass now. <laughs> Did you did you have to do any sort of accent elimination? Did you have any? any um, no, I I'm pretty lucky in that 
my parents were Air Force brats, and I also grew up in a couple different states, actually three different states. Uh, but Boston was my like where we put the roots down once I was about, I think, eight. Because that's when my parents are like, okay, we want to just raise her in one place, not mm-hmm. do what we had to go through when we were younger. And so through that, I feel like I just amoeba a bunch of different accents. So sure. I got my Minnesotan and I got my, you know, ah. I lived in Macon, Georgia for a bit as well. Perfect. And so I feel like because I just was exposed to so many different ones when I was younger that I never really picked one up. But if I do start talking about sports, 100% my accent or driving in the car. Yeah. Sports and driving in the car will make my Boston come out. If I'm surprised or excited, <laughs> my Minnesotan will come out. And then the oh, O's all so of a sudden good. will start going. Like You got all the best ones. <laughs> I know. You, you, got, ac- you, you got all the fun the accents. Really? Yeah. I feel like those are the ones that people would go, I would never date a girl with a Boston or like a Minnesotan, you know, I just I think having access I I think being able to access any access is the keyword because I think that really is just a skill it's a intelligence that you can develop that certain honestly so I really do think certain people have it and certain some people just don't like my co-star on the show Scott Clifton is unbelievable with accents Mm. like he can hear things and just like has a crazy brain for it is incredibly skilled I I'm like mostly this the United States of America, I can do pretty much any accent within. But the minute you start asking great. me to do Scottish or or British, then they kind of start melding into one. I think that's so hard. I don't know. I don't know how people do it. And when people give it a shot in quotes, it's so I just I saw there was some movie. Uh, Gosh, what was it? I can't even remember. But it's one with uh, Bill Murray and Naomi Watts has to play a Russian prostitute in it and oh. it's like real yeah. groundlingsy <laughs> she's an amazing i love her i love her she's an <laughs> unbelievable actress but it's like here come here please don't fuss so much oh like it's like what are you what is happening i love that I, I think it's very weird when you see that in movies because it's kind of like how did that slip through but then you have people like Meryl Streep who like learned the language. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yes. who went, you know, and I think. Um, or like um, even Scarlett Johansson, who was incredible in Jojo Rabbit. <gasps> you know, her accent also was great. It was very believable. It wasn't over the top. Well, also, she she explained it in an interview about how she got that accent. She like took a little bit from a friend who is from somewhere else also and traveled a ton. Mm. So I was like, oh, that's an interesting take. It'll be like a little, you know, a little meld. I've done something. A like little that. melting pot. What have you done? I what have you done what have you done it's the only time I've ever told a little fib about in order to book a job what did you say that I was British and you know I came in doing the accent and you know did the whole thing because I, I feel like Americans unfortunately we do get a little bit of like oh whereas if you come in with the accent yeah then me, they don't judge you as much. Yeah, they're not like embarrassed by it. To me, you look kind of British. When you said you couldn't do a British accent, I was like, oh. Thank you. Well, I under, you under playing it like you just did. Like, I feel like if you come in and you sort of have that. When people, I think when people get really excited to be, when Americans get really stoked Which to be British. Yeah, like, it's very Dick Van Dyke and Mary yeah. Poppins. Oh, sorry. It's that loud. It's loud, but it's okay. <laughs> I love, like, I, I just think that <laughs> like some Adele. people can only do, yeah, like, or yeah, Guy Ritchie, like, like a uh, cockney snatch for, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that, that whole yeah, thing yeah, that yeah, yeah. where you're like I think you gotta just just sounds like he's fumbling things all day 
Well, they, they I'll asked. I think you're a well fit bird. You're yeah. Like, oh, that is, this is not the part. They asked for uh, ideally like British or, um, you know, UK or Australian, ideally, but we're open. And I just went in and kept it, like, went real method. Yeah, with yeah, it yeah. I like that. It. But then when I was at the fitting, this guy, the guy that was going to be, you know, playing opposite of me, got fired and I was there while they were dealing with it and not you know they were really angry at this guy and you know oh no why because uh, he said he was available when he wasn't oh. which no I thought you were going to say he said he no was British but he wasn't yeah. well no I, mean, too, I was like then you oh, had to be like no. oh that's terrible oh, no, no and honestly that's when I was like and now I'm just going to because I was so nervous I just kept it the entire <gasps> shoot I kept it the entire shoot. Was it a long shoot? Was it a commercial? I needed. It was a commercial. Okay, that's and good. I, that's, I, that's fine. Needed the health insurance, you know, and so, and I just also who does seen it doesn't fallout. hurt. It just doesn't hurt anyone. That's all I have to say. You're a lie. You're a little white lie. It doesn't hurt anyone. Yeah, no. it's fine. It's like. <laughs> You know, you're not like, say, you're, yeah, it hurts no one. It's my guilty conscience, though, still. I'm like, to this day, I'm like, if you're out there, it wasn't like, I just was so scared. I was still so new as an actor. And yeah. like, you know, it was like, I just saw this guy get fired <laughs> and they thought I was really British. And so I was just like, right, I was from Cambridge. I came up. That's why I segued because I was like, I came up with this whole story oh my of how God. I was raised in Cambridge, but my father was in the air force so i traveled a it, bunch that's of like, acting I, I you're an actor look, that's in the all I of, in the hierarchy of lies in professional lies yeah. there are people who have full on lied about having cancer there was that guy who was on um uh the league who lied and said he was in 911 what? what oh yeah the, the FX Yikes. show the league one of the main actors went on like this whole no. <laughs> press tour no yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew nothing about this. Oh, yeah. This cra- and it wasn't just like, oh, I was there and then I ran away. It was like this he spun this crazy yarn and then just got completely found out. <sighs> oh, and I can't That's ima- hard. I don't even understand how he still is he's he's still a comedian. I would have just uh, gone into a hole. I would have become anything else. <laughs> yeah. I would have been like, well, I don't do that anymore. It's um, funny cuz like I get really defensive when people are like, "Oh, you're an actor. That means you must be a good liar." I'm like, no, actually, I'm the worst liar in the history of like, I really am. My face reads like a book. I cannot hide anything. And I feel like for me, acting isn't about lying. It's about telling the truth, you know, and in doing that under imaginary circumstances. But yeah, I get I get kind of defensive when people are like, oh, you're an actor. That must mean you're a good liar. And then I just told a story, which... But, but, but I mean, look, it's a the, different I don't want to I don't want to like I don't want to give like too much uh, leeway here. But I feel like a it's a it's a commercial. It's totally OK. But that was that char- that character's truth. That person was British. You were British. It's not like honestly. Somebody- also, it helped me keep the accent. I'm like, yeah. Also, I'm like your method. It's good practice. That's yeah. not. Yeah. That's not lying. That's being method. I like that way more. <laughs> I like that version of method. the Marlon Brando of my day. <laughs> It's yeah. way better than You're like... You're the Marlon Brando of commercials. There we go. <laughs> I mean, people talk about how Dustin Hoffman on the set of Kramer versus Kramer was so horrible to Meryl Streep because he didn't think that she was giving like a convincing enough performance. So he... 
through a glass vase at her head. Yeah. Through a glass vase way too close to her head. They were and it was real glass. Yep. They were picking glass out of her head between takes. He slapped her right before a take. And this is like someone that's supposed to be such an amazing look. The best actors in the world, I feel like you maybe don't want to see the work and you, it, you know, yeah, you, I like yeah, Dustin we Hoffman. We don't need to. Sir Lawrence Olivier is the one who told Dustin Hoffman, I forget what movie they were on, but Dustin Hoffman was supposed to come in and look all sick and fatigued. So he like went out drinking all night yeah. and like ran in the rain and then came in and was so sick. And then Sir Lawrence Olivier looked at him and went, my dear boy, it's called acting. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget. I'm probably butchering that somewhat, but it's true. It's not. I don't. I d- absolutely do not believe in endangering your co-stars by any means. No, if your method no. or any sort of stuff like that, but it's playing a character. Yeah. And then you hear about you know because obviously Kramer versus Kramer considered one of the best American films of all time. But then you then like actors like Jared Leto on Suicide Squad was sending it was like the Joker, so he was sending his castmates. Uh, dead mice and like used condoms <laughs> it's like nobody remembers that role or that movie and that came out like three years ago no yeah so maybe method ain't the way to go nah unless your name is daniel day lewis just yes then just, you can stay yeah, then you can do your th- you can look at your acting. cell phone if you're playing abraham lincoln yeah um we that was such a tangent i i meant to say you're from boston are there any foods from boston that you <laughs> That you like, but we ended up talking about accents and let's just method rewind a couple acting. minutes and talk about chowder. <laughs> yeah, let's go yeah, back. Let's talk about chowder. lobster rolls and chowder. <laughs> um, is there anything from home that you love? Chowder, really? No, uh, <laughs> I, I I will say. I mean, Boston is really. I will say the seafood isn't the same. You kind of get spoiled with really lovely fresh seafood, if yeah, you will, yeah, especially. Yeah lapses and chowdas yeah um, 100% kid yeah <laughs> but I think really I don't know what I miss most about Boston is the community and just yeah. the unbelievable pride we take in our hometown and our city and the minute you meet someone else like we just did it's yes. like an immediate like hey yeah. yeah yeah it's a real I mean I've never not seen it with people from Boston like mm-hmm. everyone I know from Boston is proud of being from Boston it's unreal. Together. I mean, it's but it's cool being there. It's so weird because being out here, I maybe just it's this place is so big and so it's too spread out. There's a lot of people mm-hmm. who didn't come from here, quote unquote. And so when you meet someone who there is that sort of connective tissue, and you go, "Oh my god, yeah, do you remember this? Do you remember this?" I, I I've met people at parties and just spent 30 minutes talking yeah. about different <laughs> restaurants. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm it's waiting great. for the day I meet Chris Evans. Oh, oh yeah, we're from Just the same hometown. Oh I know, my gosh, yeah, that's that'll be exciting. You have to report back when you do meet him. Hopefully, one day it'll happen. This Boston it'll accent happen. is on point. I got really angry with that car commercial recently. Oh? Yeah, because they used "wicked" incorrectly. Did they were they? like, "Yeah," they were like, "Oh, that car is wicked," and it's that's not what "wicked" is. "Wicked" is the East Coast, uh, more specifically Boston version of the NorCal's Hella. Yes, it just means really. So like, yeah. oh, that's wicked awesome. That's yeah. really awesome. I was gonna say or, it's like an it's like a thing explaining the thing. Wicked yeah. cool, wicked good. Yeah, yeah, like Chris Evans is wicked hot. Yeah. yeah, you know, and they used it like, oh, that that cause wicked, and I was like, no, 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 no. Can no. I tell you my issue with that commercial? They yes. cut to a dog in that commercial for no reason. Now I would just think that that commercial, everything in that commercial is Boston. It's 
was it Chris Evans, Rachel Dratch, uh, who else? Uh, John Krasinski. Everybody's doing Big a, Poppy. Yes, everybody's doing a Boston accent. It's everybody from Boston. Then they cut to a dog. What kind of dog would you assume that would be? A Boston Terrier? Yes. It's not. Mm. It is not. What I was kind thinking, of dog was it? I don't remember. Like I was a, honestly thinking any terrier would do for me. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm. <laughs> yeah, terrier in general. You know. I'm hoping for Boston. If I see, a, I mean, a thing that's that chock full of Boston. You're just smarter than them. You know. <laughs> yes, I should have written that commercial <laughs> or directed it and gotten all that money. You should have art directed the dog. Yes. Um. In, any anything with dogs, I'm I'm in it. I'm me too. Very I'm like particular. All for. Oh, yeah. I live vicariously through all my friends' dogs, by the way. That's why I I just bring all the dogs' gifts because it's what I wish. I, I Take one of mine home on your way. What's, uh, what's careful what you wish for. What's stopping you from pet ownership? Oh, no. I have a cat. Oh. He fully thinks he is a dog. Mm-hmm. He's incredibly affectionate. It's a very dog-like cat. He, yep. He runs to the door when I come home, wants to get pick, picked up, gives me kisses, huh. talks to you. Uh, is incredibly affectionate, very social. He's just allergic to the entire outside world. So, oh man, <laughs> this is the kind of cat I would like. He is. He actually is. I've had people who aren't cat fans and then meet him and go, "He's this is a cool one." Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I I like cats that act like dogs. Cats that act like cats freak me out. I think that's more how you raise them, honestly. Or if they yeah. were too feral for too long, yeah, it can get weird. Because their yeah. nature, a cat's true nature is. A tiger, a yeah, lion, just a scare like little we, house tigers. We want to kill stuff. <laughs> yeah. We, I just I love watching, uh, just a cat go full feral in the house. Like a it's just domesticated cat, see a house plant and be like goes nuts, hiding in the jungle, or see like a bug and go, I have to kill this bug. Yeah, it's wild. I have to because I'm a cat. It honestly is kind of scary to witness. You're just like it's possessed. Yeah, it has a plan bigger than I could ever have. Are you talking about like when they're on catnip? Yes. Yeah. When Do they're you know high. Twenty percent of cats aren't affected by catnip. My cat included. Oh. Just twenty. So most cats are faking. Twenty percent. Yeah. No, the ones <laughs> the ones that are. I mean, it definitely and it's so fun. Like my other cats growing up, like were very much into it. Love it. Oh yes. And I remember just getting a bunch of catnip toys, and he just he was like, yeah, did not. Care. I built up my tolerance too high, mom. <laughs> Sorry, thanks. <laughs> Not in. Um, I am. I don't care what it takes, what question it takes. But we are talking <laughs> about food. <laughs> oh right, food and dating. Dave, okay, I need to talk good cop, food. We have reached the good cop, bad cop section of the show. <laughs> it is time to talk edible food. <laughs> okay, just give me a second with the witness. Look, I'm your friend. Okay, she's going to come in here. She's going to ask all these good <laughs> questions. She's going to be like, how'd you grow up? What'd you like to eat? I'm just, you and I are just hanging out. So just, she's going to come in, maybe just oh. talk to her about food, about food for a minute. And I'm just going to, I'll just hang here. It's the Boston. It's the, it's the, we, we went off on okay. a tangent. Yeah. yeah. And the Virgo in me uh, is like, excuse me, we are off topic. Look, I'd like to reel it back in. Well, I'm a Capricorn, so that, you know, we're also very much like. I'm a Capricorn moon, so everything of mine is like. Oh, you're you're double the trouble. Yeah. And I'm a Leo, so I'm an asshole. No, you're just a fiery guy. But you're a lot of attention. Yeah. Leos are fun. (laughs) But please let 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 us cook for lobster rolls. Okay, Anything. Let's talk about your favorite foods. What do you eat? Like, do you eat a certain way? Uh, I honestly I eat. Um, anything and everything pretty much. Yeah. I won't eat uh, veal or any yeah. kind of like baby animals. Not actually 
let me erase that entire last section. <laughs> Never mind. I don't want to get into that. I'm trying to be better though with like cutting down. I, I try to always do like humanely raised and sure. um, sustainable and all that good stuff. Basically to answer your question yeah, and to not dig myself in any deeper a hole. I love Thai food and I love mm. Italian food. Oh, yum. Also, you're not in any hole. Most people eat meat. It's f- I eat meat. Like, it's fine. I think a guy slid into my DMs recently. Yeah. This is great because now I'm getting on the other topic. Yep. But Thank you. The <laughs> question was, are you vegan? Mm. And I'm like, that is such an inflammatory first I know, question. I think I know ask. why. I think I know why. Why? Because on your Instagram, your first thing is animal lover. And I think people associate, I think it. they think that's a euphemism for a vegan. Oh. oh. That's my take Which on I it. Which I support it. I really do. I just have been told by doctors that like you are, would be very sick if you don't, you know, for yeah. right now with you. Same. With your that's, nutrition. Yeah. So I am, you know, but I still advocate, you know, it's hard because we, I mean, I grew up in the suburbs of Boston as well. And when I think of farms, I actually do think of, you know, the farms. one in Concord. Yeah. Where it's all, you know, you see the cows, you see how nicely they're treated, you know. Yeah. And so it's a very different thing, I think. Um, yeah. On a national scale. Um but yeah, I am an animal lover. I do a lot of work with different shelters and charities, and I actually love Thai food because I was working at an elephant uh, elephant sanctuary in Thailand, and it just mm. makes me nostalgic, and it makes me remember my time in Hua Hin. And, oh, wow. Yeah, and I loved it. It was so great. That's do you so like cool. spicy Thai food? Yeah, you into spice? I am into spice, but more not like this Thai spice, more hot sauce spice. Ooh, I love hot sauce. I've been trying to get a little, I've been testing the limits because I've, I went from being like a real, you know, if you go to Jitlada, Mm. have you been to? Yes, of course. Okay. So very famous LA Thai restaurant, but they'll give you spice levels. And if you say mild, Mm -hmm. that's got some heat Yes, and you got to say no spice if you want nothing. So I used to be a nothing. Now I'm a mild uh, there and I've been trying to buy some hot sauces that kind of test the limits. Um, I got one at home. I forget the name. I'll bring it in for next time. But yeah, uh, please. it's got some good heat. I didn't. Yeah. I've been realizing there's some good heat you can have. Uh, yeah. I'm less of a wimp these days. I love spice, especially yeah. with Thai for me though. Yeah, yeah. I like spicy Thai food. My goal is to become like famous enough or big enough one day that the that I can get interviewed on Hot Ones. Mm-hmm. <gasps> my favorite youtube uh, black hole to go down i've been watching that oh man and i just want to make it past the bomb yeah I just, that's all i want yeah. i just want to be able to tolerate it make it through it da bomb get past and you know i think he's, at that point your mouth is numb and then you can do the rest of the interview but that man is so disarming yeah. he's such a good interviewer yeah. he does his research yeah and people like it i think it's not just that it's a novelty i think that that's like you get in they're like, okay, we're going to do this fun thing. And then he hits them with something that they haven't. And I also think it's within a press junket because it'll be always, it's always yeah. someone who has something to promote. You can tell they're so sick of it. And so this thing that you would maybe associate with just pure pain, they you come in and go, oh, I don't have to answer. Like, what was it like on set? Did you get to improvise? Yeah. And instead, it, the guy, this guy's asking you about 
the high school plays you were in while you're uh, sweating because you ingested a ghost pepper. Yeah, that's the best. You have to be disarming if you're going to really light people's mouths on fire. Yeah, if you're going to torture them. <laughs> yeah, you have to. I just worry what it would do to my insides. I already have an ulcer. I'd be, oh, no. <laughs> be, oh, oh you'd, be be, you'd be not okay. <laughs> Probably not. But only for like a good month. <laughs> <laughs> Next to like fast forward to me in the ER just dying. Yeah, us like hanging out with you and be like, was it worth it? At least you're famous enough. <laughs> Did you have to watch I, your what even if you like it, do you have to watch your spice level with an ulcer? Um yeah. Basically developed since I was on a soap opera. <laughs> no way. Wait, why? Stress? I had a very difficult storyline for a year where I basically had to cry Monday through Friday <gasps> for a year. And it was really rough. It was really, really rough. And it Whoa. did stress me out a little, but then I also was living on coffee black coffee and probably not the healthiest foods and i do love hot sauce so like my breakfast foods i just just acid douse and cholula Mm -hmm. you know so i think it it was a combination of just poor diet uh poor stress management and then just really heavy storyline at work wow i can't imagine crying every day for that like for a full year Hmm. that would be like I think I wouldn't be able to do it. It it was, I mean, and also like, uh, it's tough because it's you know they call it liquid gold on a soap, and it's Tears. like sometimes yeah, and sometimes it's like less is more, you know, because at a certain point people would get tired of you yeah, crying, crying, and it's not as effective anymore. Could um, you do it? Are there different cries? Q? Oh. Oh, yeah. sorry. We're, no, let's, we're, let's, different let's types of cry crying? Oh, yeah. gosh. Are there different types of cries on soaps? I'm just an ugly crier. <laughs> Fun. I love it. Could I you am. cry on cue before the the job or did you learn? Honestly, no. I Whoa. Well, I could. It just would take me much longer to get there. Um, and now having been on this set and really you basically have one take to do everything. That's how wow. quickly soap operas move. And so just the amount of you know memorization and having to get something in one take and it really is a boot camp in the best possible way for actors and I hate that they get the bad reputation because it's unbelievable what people are able to make happen within the time constraints the budget constraints yeah and churn out the amount of material they do I mean I did over 200 episodes last year that's insane. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, those, that's insane. You're telling so much story. Well, yeah, and it's like very heightened story too. So mm-hmm. it's heightened emotions as a result. Some of my favorite actors today started on soaps, and most most of my favorite actors did. Meg Ryan, Brad Pitt. Honestly, Kelly Ripa. I know she's a TV host now, but she started on soaps and met Mark Consuelos on her soap. Margot Robbie. Yeah. In Australia, Australia. Did, did we say George soaps. Clooney yet? <gasps> no. no. What was his soap? He's on a soap. I forget which one he started on. He was yeah. on a soap, and then he was on the hospital show. I mean, he's good looking enough. Yeah, he can be on a soap. <laughs> I mean, the it's I like, actually didn't think I was like, wait, what? For you? I always thought it was comedy. I did Groundlings, uh, you know, like I. That's how I. Oh no, you're a sec- was doing. You you're know, a secret model, is what I describe I'm you really as. Not. Yes, you are. <laughs> really, I, I. Well, I don't see myself that way. I grew up. I had. Uh, Mighty Morphin oversized Mighty Morphin Power Ranger t-shirts, <gasps> tie-dyed bell bottoms, headgear, Harry what? Potter glasses that were super thick rim that were rainbow speckled and just the gnarliest teeth. So yeah, 
I Thank you, mom, for paying the for the orthodontist. That's the cutest. I think you have to. I think you have to make it through the like kid nerd gauntlet. I think the I think kids who were like hot kids. Yeah, you don't want to be a hot kid. Uh, don't have a personality now. I don't think that that's the. I, I think I think you have to overcome more. I think as an adult because I think being a I think being a hot kid doesn't prepare you so much for how bad the world is. So I think the I think <laughs> I the agree. hot kids of the world have to adjust. And it's not, you know, it's not uh, fun and games. Being a kid kind of sucks. Oh, it's the worst. You're I at, could not imagine with social media now. It'd be horrible. <gasps> I think about it all the time. It'd be horrible. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk more about how horrible it would be to be a kid today. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, Stevie here. Just wanted to say, hey, why don't you contact us? You can email us at iburneverythingpod at gmail.com or you can even call our hotline and leave a message 213-458-5236. It's 213-458-5236. And we may even talk about your message or email on a future episode. So get to it. Okay, back to hot kids. Do you still enjoy comedy and, and performing and, and 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 all that, or are you absolutely? Are you, are you still able to pursue any of that stuff with your schedule? Um, that's the thing. It's more the schedule. Uh, you know, you get you eventually throughout you know your contract, you get certain outs. Uh, but then it's just if people want to, hopefully, believe in you enough to work around the schedule because it is it is a lot. But you never know though. Like sometimes your story is on the front burner, sometimes it's on the back yeah. burner. We really don't know. Like we get our scripts a week before we shoot. Are they deli- are they hand delivered like in the movies? No, I wish. Oh my gosh, I. I mean, sometimes when huh. you're already on set, yes, like okay, an okay. intern will come and bring them down. Okay. Um, but no, for the most part, like I just I drive to the studio and pick up my scripts for the next week. But mm. yeah. Oh man. Uh, any. Uh, very grateful though. Very very course, grateful. Of course. Yeah. And also, by the way, crying. I really do believe it's like a muscle. The more you do it, same with memorization, the easier it gets. Huh? Yeah. It's I've so I, start crying. I feel like I. I <laughs> I'll practice. Remember, <laughs> I can't remember why. I think I had to do it once, and I successfully did it. I can't remember if it was in a live thing or if it was like in something that was being filmed. But I have seen some people who can't do it and so they're just sort of the the it, and they don't even put the like glycerin drops in so it's just um i, I called it the essence of crying mm. so it's somebody just kind of getting worked up and you know they just they kind of look away for a minute and they're just sort of like talking like this but you're like there's there's no tears there's no um, yeah there's Your also, even there's also actually no emotion coming out it's just uh, you're making faces i just want you to know that i'm I'm feeling upset. I like when I like when actors just cover their face when they're supposed to be crying to kind of hide that they're not crying. Oh, there's so <laughs> many good outs that you can witness that you're like, what is that? But at the same time, though, I will say with the amount of crying I had to do last year, there were times where I literally had nothing left. Oh, where I believe I was like, that. I cannot create. I also have suffer from dry eye. Oh, no. And I wear contacts. <laughs> so, oh, no. so it was like, you know. Oh, my uh, gosh. So I will say it also is possible to be crying out where it's like uh, i have nothing more to give yeah anyone who's like had uh anyone who's even just experienced like a deep loss in their life knows it's possible to be cried out you can just like be mm-hmm. like i have no more tears left i drained my body of tears oh yeah 
Uh, speaking of relationships, <laughs> I was literally about to segue and go. Speaking of, <laughs> okay, so why my love life was a complete wreck last year? Yeah, tell me what's going on. Well, Two hundred amps of a soap. Yeah, right? no kidding. How can you well, date that, with that? Um, did you date? Did you date last year? Uh, yes, I did. So I've been kind of I've been single for almost two years ish now. It's a and, long time. Uh, like a year and a half. I don't know. I really don't know. I have no sense of time anymore. Um, <laughs> and I did attempt to date. Uh, dated. a. Oh, God. I'm like, where do I? I'm so scared that someone will listen to this. We just don't say names. We yeah. tell stories. We don't say names. And when in doubt, keep it real vague. Yeah. You I know? dated a, a bad news bear. Um, <laughs> a child baseball player in the 70s. He was so younger. Someone who wasn't great. He was younger. I will say that. Okay. Let's, only let's not, hope legal. No. Yes. Okay. Yes. He okay. was in his, he was in his late-ish 20s. That is pretty great. young. Okay. Yeah. What happened? He was a pathological liar. <gasps> oh, wow. And I don't mean like in the sense of... Um, wow. You know, dating a selfish asshole who is, you know, lying to cover up cheating because I've dated dated those guys too yeah. and that's but that's more so trying to actually be manipulative or to yeah, yeah, cover yeah. something up to cover their own butt this guy I really do believe it is a psychological issue with him he and just can't stop lying he it he was it like honestly, down to like details of his life too yes yeah that's usually what pathological liars like they'll lie about like where they're from they'll lie about jobs they've had yes Dang. And he also played Scary, football from a very young age. And I feel like that might have with what's coming out about <gasps> that. Stuff. We know, yeah, we know now that a bunch of football play like people with um, CTE. He yeah. Head damage. Uh, concussions. Concussions. It also a lot Turn of pathological <laughs> liars. That, that it's true. There's studies yes. on it. I don't know if he, I'm not going <laughs> to diagnose him and say that he has that. I will just say he lied a lot. The severity and the Ugh, lengths of and the bummer. depths of it, and it was very. Uh, it was honestly though, as an actor, it was fascinating to watch. Isn't it? But wasn't it heartbreaking? Yeah. At the so, not only was it going through that really difficult storyline, this guy that I, you know, thought, oh my gosh, I finally met, you know. The person. Yeah, which the one. has been a, me running away from that for a while. A yeah. lot of guys have, I'll just say, I'm a commitment phobe. And I, I okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, Here Stevie, I was listening to earlier podcasts. And I was like, we might be the same person. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not so sure I'm into commitment either. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's just more so if I'm going to make that promise to someone, I want to mean it. Me too. I really do. I also really, um, I don't want to waste someone else's time and I don't want to waste my time. And if I am just sort of like, if I'm not a hell yes for me, it's not really worth doing the relationship. Oh, I don't even, I get two dates in, maybe three, but that's the, and then I yeah. like know immediately. I'm me like, too. I'm either going to, I'll either fall in love with you or I won't. Yep. Me too. So can you, too, can you talk about if that had been your experience before when you met this person who ended up sort of uh, it was all delivering lies. a bouquet of red flags to you. <laughs> oh. how, how did, 
right? That's a beautiful when someone visual. shows up at your door on Valentine's Day with a big beautiful. I saw a meme of that earlier today. Did you also see that meme online? Wait, no. was it a meme of bouquet of yes. red flags? Yes, he goes, "Here's a bouquet of red flags for Are you." Are you kidding, Dave? You're a genius. I haven't seen this. Why? Why didn't I think of it and go so, viral? Someone else has a meme that's going viral today. Just same subject matter. Oh, I got a wow my laptop. <laughs> wow, Ooh, I'll send it to you. I'll show. It I could have drawn uh, it for you, and it could have been perfect. Well, um, I mean, there were. That's the thing. I think as a as a woman, I think we're taught a lot of times to to doubt that intuition and you know yeah. oh you're crazy oh you're being illogical when the older i get the more i'm like no actually i was every no. time i've ever had those thoughts i was right every single time me yeah. too that there was something up there was something going on i think a lot of women i know are deeply 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 instinctual mm-hmm. and we were taught to muffle it for a while and now that we're coming back to it I mean, it takes, what, three dates to be able to know? I'm like, I am quick to know if this would work for me, if it wouldn't. Like, also, they do pan out like that. Like, if you have, like, a little thing where you're like, hmm, something's weird, it ends up being that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was very lucky in that I had those red flags and things that were... Long story short, I... Oh, God. I'm like, how deep do I go into this? I don't know. It might help. I, I think why it's cool is I do think it would help someone because I do think this is a co- like common enough thing. Like people do get lied to a lot. And I think yeah. it's like nice to hear about it. So people are like, oh, it doesn't just I think we think it happens to us because we're dum-dums. Like anytime I've been duped, I'm always like, I'm a dum-dum. Same. But I think the weirdest because mm. I've dealt with some pathological liar- liars before. And I think to me, the strangest stuff was always because, you know, Lies are lies, and if you're covering something up, you're doing it for a reason. But when it's really strangely either a non sequitur or really mundane of like, oh, I was born in this town instead of this one that was like four towns over, mm-hmm. I'm always like, I, I always am wondering why people choose to do that. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it is pathological, but yeah. it's very... Um, that category of lie is always really odd to me. That's scary. I, I had a feeling there was like weird stuff going on and i just kind of kept that close you know but can you swear on this yeah. oh yeah baby. okay cool i also don't give a fuck yes. so i <laughs> basically drove him to this university he said he graduated from and oh, just was no. like you swear you know all right let's go get your transcripts <gasps> and he didn't have them and that's when it all came out because there were well, so many together I drove him. Wait, I, you wanted him to prove that he was not lying. So there were multiple things at this point that were coming up that just weren't lining up and things that were amiss. Ooh, and so, you know, but, you know, of course, being like, I'll do anything I can to prove it to you. I'll do anything. Sure. So I go, OK, all right. You know, and then I was like, we're going somewhere on a date. <gasps> Surprise. This is so good. And so <laughs> I, I drove him to the university and I was like, OK, you say you're being truthful and you're being honest Mm -hmm. and then of course boom it all just came he was he did he let you get get onto campus yeah did he no we didn't even make it i know i was gonna say that there's no way a pathological liar would get let you get into an office Mm -mm. but it's so he should have let you but that instinct to go fine let's go and thinking like i can figure something out i can i can i can sidestep i have no problem because that's the thing, if you know, they really do love you and care about you and are trying to be like, okay, I'm truthful. If it's the truth, someone's not going to have a problem being like, yeah, 
okay, all right, you know. But honestly, at that point, there were so many red flags yeah. that it was it was already over. It wasn't uh, unreasonable for me to do yeah. this at this how, point. How long had you been dating? The only like two, three months. Damn, this yeah. guy. How do you chalk that many lies? Like, how do you? We you were know? long You're distance. You're pro. Oh, we were uh, long distance. That that was my only really bad experience too. I actually really love long distance. Me too, because we need our distance. Oh, you two yes. commitment phobes. Look at you. Well, it's great because you, you, you miss them and then you get you get to, you get see, to see each them, other. But and then you get to live your good. life. Exactly. And I, never... find, I find that most men want to see a lot more of me than I ever want to see of them. And so it's really good for me. <laughs> unreal this is so great i'm sorry it's the truth it's the truth i tend i i think it's not because i'm so wonderful i think it's because i date codependents like sure i don't think it's because i'm like oh my god they love me it's like oh my god they think i can fix them you know like oh my god they're enmeshed like you know i think you need to do, like date someone who's like directing a feature film currently you know what i mean i do too and then, I also and then think they roll into post and then they got to go promote oh it so it's yeah. like and that, I that's get to my no, that's they got, my they can give you three hours a week. Oh, you've done this. No, no. And that's what I want to run away from right now. I'm what do you a, mean? I'm on a. Well, I am. On, OK, so I'm on a dating app to okay. answer your question. OK, good. About the timeline Great. of just having a life outside of a soap opera. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I might have gotten recommended to a certain dating. An ex a possibly exclusive uh, yes, dating app. It might have be that. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to sure. cor correctly pronounce the name. I've heard variations of the pronunciation of it. Well, I will say this. Are you on it too? Yes. <gasps> I'll also say this. My friend. I'm scared how many men we have in common right now. Oh, I say no to everyone. <laughs> it's the app that my, has Moby on it. My friend. Right? <laughs> you can't call these people out it's by name. It's anonymous. You can't it screenshot. Is? No. Oh, no. Yeah, no, it's no. not. It's not anonymous, but it's like I... I'm sorry for outing Moby, but everyone I know that is on this app has had talked about Moby. With Moby. Um, There's other people that have been this fa this person I know from Boston, bringing it back, <laughs> had a baby, and she named her baby Raya, <laughs> and I was like, uh -oh. <laughs> one of my best friend's middle name is Raya. Oh no! I'm like, it it's a beautiful name. I yes. mean, it actually is really pretty. Yeah. It just now is associated with uh, the a, best a weird bags. celeb dating app. You know, DJs, Instagram okay. models. Well, that's the thing. It's tell like us about your experience on DJ there. DJs slash influencers slash actors. There's slash a lot of surfers in my experience. Slash, why can't I figure slash out what you do based on your weed social media? Entrepreneur. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I started an app. I did something. And now I'm verified. Yeah, yeah, yeah tech um never what's got your on experience that what's your experience you've dodged a bullet <laughs> i got recommended by one of our past guests and i got rejected oh man they flat out rejected you or did they, they waitlist you on the you. Wait list? look i only i guess waitlist but look i only have three thousand instagram followers i get it no there's people oh they reject so many men it's crazy mm. oh it's a lot of men getting rejected but what about oh. really sweetie nice ones that are funny <laughs> they missed out on you they hey did. I'm off the market now. And you dodged a bullet, baby. Yes, it um, is a nightmare. What's your experience like? Hellish it? nightmare landscape. It's not good? <laughs> <laughs> and you can't get enough. No, I. it's a lot of first dates. Um, and then me disappearing. <laughs> and then um, uh -oh. a lot of, uh, honestly, I've probably, let me think. Maybe, maybe 
five dates, maybe six. Six okay, first maybe dates? eight. Six first eight dates. Eight first dates. Only first dates, though. You never make it past the first date? Uh, well, it's interesting because they also match you with people, again, not in the same state. Yeah. Um, so that one oh. tended to be a little longer. Um, and we actually are still friends to this day. It's like basically it's either a first date that crashes and burns or I just find that it's not going to, you know, they weren't what they kind of presented themselves to be, if you will. Oh, yeah. And then. um yeah, I just a lot of uh, like, let's say the better known ones or actually, no, I'm finding with just with some guys in general, uh, they don't have a lot of respect for my time. Mm. So we'll make a plan for like Wednesday yeah. night. Yeah. And then. Oh, she hates that. Oh. She said Wednesday night. I know. <laughs> Are you She's kidding? Going, she goes, let me guess. He, let me guess. He was he, flaky. He flaked. Yeah. Did it's, he? It's yeah, it's more so. And then like I'm like okay well where or when and I don't hear back and then so basically two guys and I don't want to make it seem like every date was like this but two of the better known men that I was going to go on a date with uh made plans for a Wednesday night and mm-hmm. then well not both of them what you get my point they love they Wednesday <laughs> it's a be- it maybe day maybe they know That's that our right. podcast comes out on Wednesday and they're like oh We'll just make sure to do it on the day get, I burn everything comes they out. They get all riled up when an app drops. They listen yeah. first thing in the morning. They spend the rest of their day just in a really romantic mood. <laughs> yeah. But basically that day rolls around and we make tentative plans of, you know, but then 3 p.m., 4 p.m. rolls around and I still haven't heard. Okay, well, where? Yeah. Where? What no. time? My answer is no if you do that to me. Well, then at this point, like 3 or 4 p.m. rolls around. I'm like, hey, I'm assuming since I haven't heard from you, it's not happening tonight. Like deuces. Out. I and then do they come don't. back and go, wait, um, hold on, no, let's go to this place at six PM or That's the thing. Two guys had two very different responses. One mm-hmm. was very, very apologetic, was apologizing profusely, immediately FaceTime me, like called me, was FaceTime like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, like just so sorry. Is that I, welcome? Like, Shit hit the fan with my agent, blah, blah, blah. I don't, I guess. I actually do. I like FaceTime because then I can read facial expressions. But not like. I don't like an unsolicited FaceTime. But (laughs) this guy wasn't. Hate it. It wasn't a first date. Okay, okay. Oh, that makes sense. We had known each other. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. That makes me feel better. I was like an unsolicited first date before first date FaceTime. Psycho. Yeah. So he, (laughs) he, he felt really bad. But then the other guy was like. Hey, like at 10 p.m. It was like, hey, this day totally kicked my ass. Uh, not like, an apology. Not even an apology. And I was like, I, I, I didn't even respond. I, just, I didn't even respond. Ugh, it like brings up feelings of rage in me base, because I feel like that's I don't like to different like I feel like an adult, an adult, whether it's a man or a woman knows how to make a plan, knows how to follow through on a plan knows how to, if that you want to date someone, go on a date, right? And mm-hmm. An adult does that. But a child does that. A child person goes, ooh, the day got a hold of me, just how the night went, or whatever, like, sort of vague. Things got crazy. Poli- also, what? very political. Like, that's a very political answer. It's like, not taking accountability. There's no, like, I fucked up. It's like, things went down. And you're just like, so it's the things problem? You know what it reminds me of? Is... 
when how they say when you get in a car accident, yeah. you're not supposed to say you're sorry. Yep. It's because you're not supposed to admit fault yet because you're supposed to let insurance take care of it. So yes, yes, yes. You have to end up being so political where you go, I want to make sure that everything is okay. And the other person's like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Are, is everything fine? Is your car okay? There like, seems to have been a car accident between two cars. I believe an accident has occurred and we were both involved. You're I like, just, just say sorry. I just learned something today. <gasps> what? The more you know. I didn't know that. I didn't know that you weren't supposed to say sorry. I'm just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also what politicians do. My thing is, is have respect for my time. You're already like. Yeah. You aren't the only one with a life. You aren't the only one with a million things to do. So give me the, res- you know, yes. the courtesy of a heads up or, you know, just let. And to me, if you're already starting off that Mm-mm. way, it's a hard yeah. no. Um, that's a bummer. I find I find that that's the biggest bummer about. I don't love apps of any kind, but like that's the biggest bummer about apps. I think it creates flake culture a little bit because it's like. There's an abundance of numbers and then there's like not much weight because we don't seem human. We just seem like photographs or whatever. And it doesn't, I don't think it quite hits people the same. You you're know what I mean? a chat box. Yeah, you're a little, you're a bubble that comes up and you're like, you're an option. But if we treated people more like humans, I think it would probably go a little better. Well, that's also just the dating culture in general. I think now it's so Me much too. more difficult because there's just so many options now readily available. Yep. Whereas before it was tougher to meet people. So I think now people just have that grass is greener syndrome where they're like, well, maybe there's something better. Maybe there's something or, oh, I'm bored now. Yep. Or, oh, you know, my attention span is two seconds and now I want to see what else, what else, what yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't like that. Like, I, Yeah, you're a special guy. You're yeah. a special guy. You should be treated like a special guy. Well, I also, I also, I don't know. I'm, at least I can make a decision where when I like someone, I like someone. Me too. Boom. It's real clear. I yeah. also can tell you if I'm going to like someone. Immediately? I can, yeah. Because I'm the same. Yeah, imme- within, <laughs> within a few seconds, I can tell you if I'm going to like someone. I can tell you if I'm going to fall in love with them. If I'm like, kind of like, at all it's it's a no are you finding yourself and it's i mean i guess it would be this would be an unfortunate circumstance because people can flake on apps and people and you know this particular one is not the best but are you finding after this situation you had with somebody who kind of let you down in a bunch of uh uh gigantic ways (laughs) are you finding yourself more interested or open to the idea of something serious but are finding that people aren't really showing up for you or are you just more like dipping your toe in the dating pool if you if if that difference makes sense i am a serial monogamist so i tend to go from serious relationship to serious relationship and that's just always kind of been my thing and so i think actually this this the guy that unfortunately you know it didn't work out um he that was uh, a few months after a very I got out of a very serious relationship Mm. Mm. and then with after that because it was so kind of it was just it was disappointing yeah it was just really it was just disappointing yeah I I really do wish him the best and I really hope he gets help and starts living a more truthful life but I 
I think after that I was like, well, well, no, I can, you know, there's other fish in the sea. So then I went on like a dating spree spree yeah. where I just was going on a bunch of, like I said, a bunch yeah. of first dates and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And then I got completely burnt out. Yeah. Yep. So I haven't dated really in, in a while. And if like, and I recently maybe wading back into the, into the pool sticking a toe in maybe but again like i just i like meeting people in person in i know yeah. like that's it the feels only way a lot I've ever, better that's the only way i've ever actually dated someone it's either through yeah um, my friends or like an improv me school. too setups or something yeah i yeah never dated someone from I, an app i have i i did like i dated one guy for about a year from an app and it was really an it was actually my favorite relationship, but I think it also feels a little bit like a fluke. Do you know what I mean? It's like a person that potentially I should have met in real life anyway. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of, you know, we had like the similar circles or something. I think that's the thing that I'm wary of the apps. Yeah. And this is also what I was going to get into. I'm just a swiper. So I'll just swipe and see who's on, but I won't actually talk. Oh, so interesting. I'll flake on like I'll just have a um, I have a gazillion matches. Oh, I have, I have like three. Not talk to like anybody. Oh, whoa! I have like three. I'm like I'm like I'm the opposite. I'm like no no no. So you're a no, selective no. swiper. I'm really selective. Willy nilly swiper. I just no. I'll swipe just to be like yeah, you know, like let's Maybe. see. But then yeah. I will never really follow up with any sort of conversation. Is I it just, fear or just apathy or? hesitation i think both the, the thing about online dating is it feels like everyone's very much on an island on their own whereas meeting someone in person usually i have the benefit of friends or a community yeah. that can kind of vouch for them yeah whereas you yeah you have to kind of trust that they are who they say they are and yeah and maybe yeah maybe you're right maybe i am a little gun shy after well, yeah understandably yeah, who, yeah who also be? you would be a and b i think also anytime you go on like a dating spree which i've done too like where i'm just like i'll go on like seven dates this week and it seems like a fun idea and by the seventh date i am like i hope i never have to date again that was mind numbing and boring <laughs> and not fun for me but it's like you know, we expand and we contract and that's okay. I think like that's how dating works. Like it's okay to want to go on dates sometimes to not like whatever. But I have the same thing. I have a little bit of fear um, of people not being vetted. That really scares me. And it doesn't quite seem safe sometimes to me. Mm -hmm. There's something, I, but I also think you can vet anyone. Truthfully, I think you can get to know people's friends. I think you can see how they are with other people. You know, like we can vet people. I think so. I mean, I think, think? It depends, I think it depends on the on the intensity of the situation. I mean, we've, yeah. we've talked to a few uh, guests in the past who have the same sort of outlook. And I, I think it's correct where apps do take away that that level of, oh, I'm meeting this person because my mm -hmm. best friend's roommate used to date this person's brother. And then we were all at a birthday party six months ago and... We ended up sitting next to each other and then I saw them tagged in an Instagram yeah. picture. I went, oh, that person. That's a roundabout way, but that's kind of, even that feels more uh, reliable or intimate than just going, it's a match. You go, hey, Jeff, where do, where do you live? Oh, you're two miles from me? Okay, cool. You want to go to this bar that's down the street? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a, different, it's a different thing. I think it's a little more comfortable to meet someone in person, but yeah. I've also had bad experiences with meeting people in person, and I've had good, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. I don't know if either, 
I don't quite know what works, but I know that being open to possibility works. You also know what doesn't work at this point. Oh, or you know my stuff that God. Well, that's, you. Do I? Mean, I yeah. Do I? I think ever. it's a process of elimination. I don't think it's just... Um, uh, that it's that it's oh an app does an apps don't work or yeah or a person doesn't work it's like uh, pathological liars don't work people with anger issues don't work yeah yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, people who don't listen yeah um, people who don't show up when they say they're gonna show up don't work yeah people <laughs> <laughs> just, oh god I feel like there's history behind that one oh, that I seems just, loaded I just yeah, keep referencing the same thing I got stood up I oh, got no. stood up like hardcore yeah I mean look that that's I'm sorry it was. Really hurt my feelings. By the way, real quick, I yeah. know I said so the serial monogamous thing. Yeah. I think it also was in being in such a heavy downer storyline where I just was like crying all the time that sometimes yeah. it was like, I would love to be taken out to dinner. I would love to be. Oh my like, God. Yeah. I just want to be, you know. But yeah. then, but then I think I actually realized through that storyline and just, you know, kind of that I finally am taking time for myself to just, you know, work on myself without the added stress or pressure of anyone else. So it's been fun. It's like, okay, getting my diet right, working out again, not being in a depression hole from, you know, the storyline. But in now, now it's like, it's like once you, it's like what RuPaul says, like once you love yourself, like, was it? If you don't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love someone else? Can I get an amen? I mean, it's it's unbelievably true. And like it can feel uh, cheesy or rote or whatever. But yeah, if you're not feeling great day to day and you're, I don't know. The, the, yeah, my, my date's least, not going to help. My least successful dating life has just been like dating as a response to like the desperation of unsuccessfully dating or like the wake of a breakup where you know i mean obviously we've we've talked about periods on the show where or we've talked about it on the show where one of you know will be single and then out of nowhere mm-hmm. there's just a barrage of people come out of the woodwork and go hey look at you but then the opposites also happen where you're single and people are like yeah who cares that you're single get out of here yeah and then you're and then because of that you're like well i'm gonna i'm gonna be on f- three apps and just dating to be like i'll show you self i'll date uh, I think it just doesn't work and like and when you're actually feeling good I don't totally believe in like well when you're you know when you least expect it when you're when you're feeling great about everything else that's when something will come on no but when you're actually mentally ready to accept that energy into your life I do think good stuff happens I if agree. not amazing stuff yeah and if it's not a guarantee but it's just I think it's it's easiest to yeah. to make space for that that in your life. I agree. I think great. when you feel good, you attract good. Yeah. I think, but I don't think it necessarily means that when you feel like, I think you can still attract, like, I mean, you vetted that guy and found out pretty quickly early on that he wasn't a truthful human, right? Mm-hmm. You didn't spend seven and months with him. Actually, that was a uh, friend setting us up. So <gasps> it was like, Ow. yeah, but I don't think they thought he would lie about all the things they probably didn't know when you don't it's different when you know someone really intimately like in a romantic relationship i do think that it's a different level of knowing friends i have friends that i don't know that well even you Mm -hmm. know i have no idea where dave is from (laughs) well that might just be because 
I'm pretty you sure you listen because we, <laughs> we do. covered it for like a good. Oh, that's right. That's right. At the yeah. top of this. And I we've been doing the show <laughs> for like five years. So we've had like Same. a lot of conversations about it. I know where you're from. It was a joke. Where am I from? Boston. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Ah. Were there questions? There's only. What do you mean? Did did people ask questions? Oh my god! Thank you for reminding me. Yes, we're gonna do these quick Instagram questions. Oh I my asked. Gosh. I asked people some questions. I asked if anyone had questions for Annika on Instagram. You guys definitely asked her some questions. We're gonna do a few of those. And Nominate then, me for the Bachelorette. Oh, you'd be. I'd be so way good. more interesting. You'd be so good. You'd be very funny. I'd make them duel me in N64 Goldeneye. The question is, do you have time? <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I don't you never think know. you have time. You never know what what the future holds in this industry. That's true. Maybe you will have some time to be the bachelorette. You'd be the best bachelorette. I am looking for these questions. I would just be brutal. I feel like you'd you'd send everyone home night one. I I would honestly. Oh Do man, you, you could make some potential bachelors cry. Oh, oh easily, yeah. easily. Yeah, and that I—I I don't mean that as like a badge of honor. I just, I, it honestly. Have you made men, it have you made men cry? Yeah, she's um, she's very forthright in a fun way. <laughs> it's a nice way of saying it. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm no, the same I way. Just, I'm the same way. I think it's nice. I don't mind it. Do you mind it? Do I mind what making people cry? No, I don't make people cry. It's never to be. <laughs> That mean. was my question. Oh, I just no. meant she's forthright. Oh, I love. Never have to, be to be mean. No, it's better to be forthright. I think for me, it was more so just being like, I don't want to spend the rest of my life with you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, sorry. yeah. And they're like, no, no, I loved you. Sorry, I yeah. loved you from Rose uh, One. I well, I you, if we could get into that. <laughs> I I've found like proposals and like it's not no. that people haven't wanted to. I just haven't felt that way about them. It's not them. been mutual. Yeah. Let's see if any of these questions are mutual. First question. What's up? Sup. Okay. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> next question. That is a, good <laughs> a food combination you love that would make most people cringe. Example, pizza and ketchup. <laughs> That's bad. Well, I guess I cringe. You have one? I, the only one I'm going to right now in my mind is Wendy's Frosties with dipping the French fry in the chocolate Wendy's Frosty. No, people are on board. Right? Everyone's but on board. Either people have never heard of it or they're like, yes. We talked absolutely. about it once. Yeah, we I've love. heard a lot. I've never tried it, but people really do love it. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, next question. How do you tell someone you like them? Do, uh, I'm very Have awkward. you ever liked I'm anyone? I'm so awkward. <laughs> I, well, I actually recently... For the first time ever, approach someone. Okay, and a stranger. Kind of yes, in a bar. Okay, but it was at Drag Queen Bingo. Oh, fun! And the drag queens are my good friends. Great. And I basically went up to my dear friend Ingenue, and I was like, I can't tell if he plays for your team or for mine. Uh huh. And essentially, sh- she was like, Oh, I got you, honey. Heckled them the entire night. <laughs> Found out he was straight, he was single, and I was bidding against him on some baseball tickets for charity. Mm. Oh. And so my pickup line was, so are you going to go to this Dodger game with me now? Or what? And? What do you say? Well, we've already been on a date. <gasps> oh. This is cute. I love yeah. this. Was, okay. that, was it recent? It was recent, yeah. We're going to have a, is it going to be day two? I'm 
hopeful unless he listens to this. Mm. I don't know, but he helped me save a bee on the first date. Oh, that's cute. Oh, that is some cute What a cute. Shit. I saw this honeybee on the road and I wanted to get him up off the road and he helped me, you know, oh, get him what up, an angel. off and put him onto a flower. All right, oh, here's what you do. When when this comes out, yeah. just hide him from your Instagram story so he doesn't see Just the for post. a day. Just, just for, for a day. day. <laughs> you don't want him to know you're a commitment phobe. <laughs> well, no, but that's the thing. I'm either like absolutely not interested or I put the cart before the horse and I'm like, oh, yes, I could see yeah. a future with you. Yeah. And then I need to rein it in just to not, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, get my, ahead of myself. My take is, my personal take is that you're not a commitment phobe. You just know what you like. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes. You're like welcome. That. Okay. Next question. Could you have, could you or have you ever dated someone who didn't like dogs? No. Yeah, that's a hard deal no. breaker. Great. Same okay. with smoking cigarettes. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a no. Okay. And last question: Do you do horoscope compatibilities actually make a difference in relationships? No. You don't think so? I take it with a grain of salt. I think they're really fun to read and to kind of discover. And yeah, yeah, to, yeah. I think it's I think fascinating, it's fun too. But I don't let it ever determine my actual life choices. Yeah. I think that's smart and safe. So for those of you listening out there, I'm a Capricorn <laughs> with a Libra moon. Ooh. And um, I think it's a Libra moon. All I know is my Venus is in Scorpio. <laughs> Ooh, that's fun. That's <laughs> spicy. Anytime someone says Scorpio, I'm like, that's spicy, I think. I don't know. They sting. They Scorpio. Well, they you don't want to date. A, no. <gasps> sorry for those of you out there if you're Scorpios. But the one male Scorpio that I dated was very that stinger man yeah just, came out. Whoo. the only scorpio i ever dated and i am not exaggerating when he got mad he used to throw chairs across the room <gasps> so That's i don't date those stable. anymore uh no <laughs> no it's not I'm very happy you were i'm done you're done and we're done almost here but one almost. more thing but we yes. we do like to conclude with uh we used to ask all of our guests five questions now we ask them to choose a number one to five and ask them the question that corresponds to that number. Okay. So please pick a number between one to five. All I'm going to put on the record is I had a Red Bull with not much to eat before this. So I feel like I've been floating this entire interview. I've oh, just that sounds like, nice. That sounds great. I don't know if my answers have been sensical or what. Oh, they've been cohesive for sure. Four. Four. All right. What's your dream meal? You can eat whatever mm. you want. There are no consequences. Size doesn't matter. You can go crazy. You, you can, can make get it combinations. From three places. You can mix pizza and ketchup. It'll just materialize in front of you. Dream meal again. <laughs> I just I want to be a vegetarian. I just don't have the discipline. I feel like. All right. You don't have to be one. I do. I do though. You I don't do have love to. animals. Look, I love animals, and I used to be a vegan and vegetarian. And let me tell you something doesn't doesn't work long term for me. All right. How about this? The most humanely raised, lived his life in a beautiful pasture and field, was treated so nicely, died of old age. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and on that day that's what we call the opposite said, of veal a grandpa yeah. uh, a, a pe petit filet mignon mm. with a uh, medium well i do it medium well sorry for those of you out there i know some people would get offended mm -hmm. uh with a uh bernays sauce on the side blue cheese crust like the you know when they 
do that that oh, yeah. garlic clove that yeah, they yeah, roast yeah. and then you just squeeze it and all the little mm. heads of garlic mm-hmm. come out <laughs> and then um i'd say some like perfectly done asparagus yeah you know just crispy you don't want the chewy where no. they just chew forever yep um I'm going to do Elvis Presley milkshake. So chocolate milkshake with peanut butter banana. Yum. And then French fries on the side. Wow. With malt vinegar. That is an excellent order. Wow. Wow. I really got into detail there. I Because, and look. I've never really thought about this. There is no wrong way to answer this question. None. But some people are... Some people are saying, I mean, you know, sometimes it's sentimental. Oh, my mom's Some people roast. are like soups. My, uh, yeah, yeah. And I'm oh. like, your last meal's a soup? I'd rather people, never have soup ever some again. Some people are doing a whole pizza yep. and a burger and this thing and this thing and enchiladas. This is like, you could go order this somewhere. Right now. You could get and this I, right now. I know now. that you were picturing it in your mind. And to me, yeah. that's a perfect order. That's a perfect order. I, I do have to say, we've joked that we have the same palate. Oh my gosh, do we? And I have to say that I would probably have the same meal minus the blue cheese on it. So we have the commitment phobe issues. We that, I, that I declare, um, you know palate. what you like. Hey, <laughs> yes. It's good to know what you like. We do. Actually, I really do. It is that. Yeah. Uh, 100%. And also, yeah. we're not settling. We're not. No. You know, we're, we're waiting for the right. We're high value women who know what we like. <laughs> But I think that's also why when we met, it was so funny how we met the way we did. I know. And we just, it's that thing where we, so we go out for the same roles all the all time. All the time. Oh, all the interesting. Time. And she just happened to be this like good looking woman across the waiting room. And I'm like, she seems nice. Yeah. And it was just one of those things where we just kind of were like, I like you. Yeah. You're cool. Yeah. You're cool girl. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. You met at a, just auditioning for something? Yeah. Years. Yeah, wow. a long time ago. When I used to audition. I would just walk in and be like, "Look at all these fucking dorks with curly hair. I hate you. Uh, I hate yeah, you. Yeah, I yeah. hate you. I'm clearly the coolest one in the room." And then I wouldn't book it and be like, Ooh, "Oh God, man, stupid." I this can... is that a this is a Hollywood miracle. This is, is a Hollywood. It? I think. But so. I feel like what is it? Nicole Kidman and um uh, the one that you said couldn't do the accent or have been best friends because of the same thing. Oh my gosh! So hopefully you and I will end up on some very dramatic TV show together <gasps> someday. Oh my god, are you going to be my long lost twin? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'll be your little twin. They'll be like, "Why is she so short compared to you?" And we'll be like, "What?" <laughs> you? I actually, it wasn't. You usually are in. Boots, yeah, I, I, feel I always like. wear boots. Yeah. yeah, you wear boots. So we're seeing you today for the first time. When I'm she's a little like, guy. you're tall. I'm like, you. You're what? small. <laughs> you, I always thought you were my size. Mm-mm. Well, look out for that premium cable yes. streaming prestige limited Showtime, series starring both of you. HBO potentially. Our listeners are gonna love that. But um, in the in the meantime, in the meantime though, where can, can people, people find, find you? you? <gasps> oh, Stevie. Dave. Let's host a podcast together. <laughs> um. Uh, in the meantime, currently, I you can find me weekdays on CBS on the Bold and the Beautiful in. I think it's one thirty out here Pacific Standard Time. No. What's your character's name? Hope Logan. Hope <gasps> Logan is the perfect soap name. It's the perfect name to be named Hope. Ugh. The only thing equivalent, maybe on a different show, I'll be your twin named Faith. <laughs> I swear, sometimes they will purposefully write puns of like, "Oh, sh- Hope is hoping." Or like she's hoping to, I swear sometimes. <laughs> That's so funny. She's really hoping. 
And you're like, that, please don't. <laughs> you're like, I think I get it, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually recently auditioned for a role where the mother's name was Hope, and I'd have to say Hope in the scene. Hard. It was very weird. Yeah, hard Ew. to do. It was weird. Hard to do when you're living a different life. Yeah. What about them socials? Where I mean, can I've we find you on them more than I've been myself this past <laughs> year. It's been a nightmare. Um, uh, social at Annika Noel on Instagram. It is my only social media. A-N-N-I-K-A-N-O-E-L-L-E. And yeah, just Shoot that Instagram life. Give her that follow. Give her a follow. Oh She's, my gosh, yes, please, guys. She posts fun stuff. She saves animals and she posts beautiful pictures, you guys. Do beautiful. it. Thank you Thank so much you. for being on Thank our show. Thank you, Annika. This was for having me. TMI, right? No. No. I mean, <laughs> we, you're asking, you're saying that to the wrong people. We yeah, do yeah, a show yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love it. So we, we live love for it. So one reason I never committed to stand-up comedy. Oh, yeah. That's not the only reason, right? Like, what about those hours? I will that the bar life, but also I yeah. feel like, you know, it was more so that I wouldn't ever want my parents to like watch a YouTube video. No way. Yeah. No way. And just be like upset. Yeah. They're just like, mm, thanks for nothing. You're like, this is a character. None of it's, these stories are oh, true. Yes, yeah. Really. Yeah. 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 Well, we appreciate that you stayed off stand <laughs> of up, honestly. But I thank you for talking to us. <laughs> of course. Thank you for having me. Bye, Monica. Bye. Bye. Dave, that was wicked fun. Oh, kid. That was fucking wicked sick. That was wicked wild, right? That whole time I was like, this chick is freaking (laughs) sick. I just any excuse. I just love that accent. I know. I wish I could I wish I could do that accent, but the truth is I can't. Well, when you're you know, it's it's one thing to have a casual relationship with that accent mm. but when you're going mm. to college in boston for three years and mm-hmm. you're waiting in line for a, a you know an egg sandwich at duncan and there's a guy mm. in front of you who's like who actually talks like that and he's mad yes like, you don't really know what his politics are if you get my drift i get your drift you got to get away from that accent yeah, yeah you got to run fast so it's good it's good that i get a little bit of a reprieve and that i get to yeah i get to check in and visit with that accent every now and then. yeah how um I grew up in California, obviously, so my accent is like, like, I'm a girl, and <laughs> it's like that mixed with like a little bit of um, an accidental um, Southern accent. <laughs> just, I mean, you can just kind of slip in and out. Have you ever had to, have you ever had to do an accent for like a shoot or a part? I have to do Southern accents a lot for parts, um, but... Uh, yeah, that's the only one that people believe I am because of how, um, you know, how I look. Have you... Have you booked uh, a part with a Southern accent? Uh, no, Dave, I haven't. <laughs> Was that a sore subject? Dave, you know, you know. You know not to talk to me about that. You know my accent work is really touchy. And you also know that if I don't book my Southern accent, I get livid. You get really upset. Yeah. I you know. I, yeah, I don't book that, but I do book a lot of Boston accents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never done it, but uh, I'm pretty sure that's like, I will manifest that, you know? I don't think I could book any kind of accent role. I know that I know that no. my, my acting hopes are hinging on when I'm full gray. It's like 10, 15 years from now, and I can just be, like, my dream is to be like, um, you know, uh, the old... Um, the old Jew on um, like a CBS crime procedural. Oh my gosh. Like the comedy crotchety. relief on a, on a procedural. Well, he's a little bit of the comedic relief, but he's also, he's kind of serious uh, in that he's, he's, he's worked at the department for a really long time. Yeah. And he kind of like, 
you know, he he grunts when he gets up. He's like, all right, let's uh, let's check out the board. Oh wow, she was wow. The, this this killer has killed. Uh, this is his fifth victim. Yeah, and they're all an equal amount of blocks away from this one. It's right here. The house is right here. Let's go. And then he kind of gets up after everyone is like, oh, I'm getting back. He's getting too old for this. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got a stomach ulcer. He stays home. He's like, I'm not into this. Uh, Annika also has a stomach ulcer. I know. I felt bad about that. I bet it'll heal now that she healed her diet. She healed her diet. And, and it sounds like she's staying away from the hot sauce for now. Spicy food will do it. But you know what? I didn't get a chance to mention it, but she said she's dousing her breakfast burritos in Cholula. That's the best hot sauce. You love it? Oh, yeah. I'm a sriracha guy. Ooh, I like sriracha. I think Cholula is easier for dousing. Sriracha, uh, if you're if you're dousing, that's good. that's a little too much heat for me. I agree. I do agree with that. Cholula um, also does douse better in terms of uh, consistency. Mm. 100%. Sriracha is more pasty. It's a paste. It's a thick paste. It's a thick, thick paste. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I draw with it. Every time I use it, I like like to draw... Like right with it. On your plate? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's fun. I usually write, I'm fine with my eggs just because it feels like not what's happening. You know, that actually reminds me when I started to um, dip my toe into the water of going to therapy. Mm. Uh, at this point, oh gosh. Oh my, well, years ago at this point, maybe Long time. seven, eight years. And I haven't gone regularly that whole time. But okay. the first therapist I ever went to had a thing where it's a little bit jarring because you did the whole session and then you're just sitting there and then you pay right there and he had the Square app. So you plug the little uh, card reader into your phone and then you swipe the card right on the phone and then you have to sign it. And I went to go sign it and he said, um, oh, you don't have to sign your name. You can just sign anything if you want. Because I, I said something like, oh, I have a bad signature. And he's like, it just it has to show up on the thing. Oh. So just write with your finger. Anything. And so the first time I uh, wrote, I did just like a smiley face. Uh-huh. And then I kind of got uh, crazy with it. And by the third time I was, I think I had written... Um, uh, oh, I wrote, I'm healed with an exclamation point. Wait, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, so funny. Yeah, he's, I hope he's doing okay. He was like not the best therapist. Oh, yeah, I hope he's doing okay too. Yeah. And maybe he went back to school for a bit or something? I don't know. I hope, Um. well, I hope a lot of things for that guy. Me too. Send him, send him our good wishes that way. Yeah, I'm not going to reach out. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> um, But uh, Steve... Uh, I gotta know. David? Could you David. cry on cue? <sighs> the short of it is nope. Today was a, was an okay day for me. And then okay. it kind of took a bit of a, an upswing. Ooh, nice. I made, um, this is, you know, I think for a rich person, the equivalent of this would be like, I bought a car and then I found out that I closed the deal. Yeah. Um, but I just... I, I decided, uh, you know, maybe about like once a year, sometimes less, I will, uh, when I'm finishing up a gig and I know that like the steady paycheck is about to stop coming, um, I will take all of my button down shirts to be um, dry cleaned and pressed. Oh, nice. Smart. Because I'm like, you know, I got a couple Have more these pay ready. cycles. Yeah. Um, and so I did that. And then I also brought this uh, pair of jeans I have that are destroyed. They have a huge hole yeah. in the crotch always um, I, i've never had them not in the crotch or in the butt i got it from a, a particular the best bowling night i've ever had uh, i bowled like so many strikes over 100 twice it's never happened before damn and i and I, I i i blame it all on the fact that i've been working out my arms a little bit more so i had more strength and oh I got tired. yeah you don't I fatigue as much I, uh-huh but i was i was getting really i was putting a lot of english on it mm. and then i looked and i was like oh no i split 
my crotch my pants and i was like i don't want to stop wearing it anyway yeah i brought them in the woman was like the seamstress isn't here but we'll let you know and then she said hey that's going to be 30 bucks they she called me a little bit later and i went that's kind of i could get a new pair of jeans for you know what that's fine i'll do it and then what i got an email that my job is being extended a little (gasps) bit for how long i don't know kind of a a decent amount of time i think oh my gosh congratulations that's good news thank you that's honestly that's great news yeah i think so being employed feels really good oh yeah because i was coming up in the last uh two weeks remember and i I remember thinking what now i don't really know what's going to happen but i'm not going to freak out good Um, for you yeah i was talking to a my, my aunt the other day about it and she just asked me about how it was and i said it was going great and then i told her it was ending and she goes that sucks <laughs> is she jewish oh oh yeah that's how my that's how all my relatives respond to anything mm-hmm. Ugh, that sucks yeah she's she's got like um her boston accent is like in turbo mode because it's like a boston jew accent. oh damn so it's very um uh honey how are you whoa how's that how are yeah uh she would i don't want to boost her ego too much but she would be probably the all-time greatest guests in the and uh, like the history of this show i would love her i would love her to be on what's her name her name's cheryl cheryl she's got a lot of really really wild stories um let's get let's fly her out <laughs> <laughs> let's fly she, her out on our ad budget she is constantly uh threatening to come uh, move in with me Oh, wow. She loves to tell my parents that she's going to move in with me and my mom just rolls her eyes out of her head. Tell her to move in with me. I need someone who wants to cook. And uh, Stevie, this woman can't cook and you have limited space. So let's let's you know what? I think you'd get along, but let's keep this woman out of your house. I think that's fair. Um, um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe Dave for doing this podcast for so long. The amount of times we've said the same thing at the same time tonight. It's it's pretty good. We're we're I think we're I think that means we're hitting our stride where we're gonna start really scaring each other with like yeah. predicting stuff, asking Mind the same melding. questions. Um what I was going to say is is where listeners can people find you? <laughs> Stevie, where can people find you? <laughs> Tell me. Um, you can actually find uh me and my podcast, I burn everything. Um, on Apple Podcasts. Oh, that actually sounds like a really great application on my phone. It's a great app. Yeah. It's a great app. Oh, and the cool app. thing about the app is you can rate and um, subscribe and review my my podcast, which is where you can find me. Your podcast. I burn everything. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, where can people find you? Man? Well, you can find <laughs> me. People can find me at um, you can call me. Where? Uh, you can call me at 213-458-5236. Okay. That's my phone number. Personal? Um, well, it's actually the, the phone number of my podcast. What is your podcast? It's I Burn Everything. Whoa, crazy. We have the same podcast. That's insane. I, I would have well, thought I'd bump into you Mine more. has a colon and says a food and relationship podcast. Oh, mine has a, a picture of a piece of... Uh, to- it's like a painting of a piece of toast. That's the that's the art. Okay, yeah. I doesn't sound familiar (laughs) (laughs) oh we're thinking of two different shows it's two different shows mine's about pyromania oh okay yeah yeah yeah. mine's about tears and uh, salt mine's about how i can't stop lighting things on fire oh cool um but yeah you can call the hotline 213-458-5236 that is the telephone number Uh, we are about to have you know uh at the time of this recording we will have released 
our listener voicemail episode and yeah. uh, we'd love to refill the the uh, the bucket. So yeah, call us up. Call us. Tell we us love some stuff. Um, we love your voicemails. It's so fun to listen to we them. Really love. Or them. you can always email us if you're um, shy about your voice. I burn everything pod at gmail.com. Yeah, you can do that. And, uh, you know, we'll be prompting everybody with uh, questions on Stevie's Instagram from time to time. So look out for that. Stay tuned. And in the meantime, be nice to yourselves. Be nice to others. Be nice to others. And hey, look, it's an election year. Things are going to get crazy. But just remember, everybody vote for Bernie. For Bernie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, goodbye. Goodbye. I'm Hallie Labonte from Mega the Podcast. I'm a weekend producer at Twin Hills, a fictional mega church in Broad Ripple, Indiana. And I'm Gray Haas. I'm the youth pastor of our church's teen ministry called Climax. On every episode of Mega the Podcast, we improvise with a new guest comedian playing a different character from our community. Tune in and hear episodes with guests like Cecily Strong. How would you me off or whatever? Sorry, am I allowed to say that? I don't know. You know what? It's covered in the blood. Rory Scovel. Uh, yeah, I said, hey, we could build houses or we could, uh, we could build our faith in Christ out on a golf course. Eliza Coop. The way I plow the snow is uh, I'm not doing it by any other guidance except from from God. And Scott adds it. Physics is the proof of God. Wow. Because it's perfect. Oh. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. We couldn't think of physics. Right. Only he could think of physics. Isn't that right? We're on Campfire Media. Listen to Mega wherever you find podcasts. Campfire.